Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode of This is the Author, meet psychotherapist Dr. Sharon Saline, writer KJ Delantonia, and writer and host Maxie McCoy. You'll discover ways to better communicate with your children, with your peers, and develop pathways in which you can trust in yourself to make decisions that make you a happier person. Plus, find out how one short little word gave one author such trouble as they read it out loud. Enjoy! Hi, this is Dr. Sharon Celine, author of What Your ADHD Child Wishes You Knew. I wanted to write this book because I've been working with families and kids and teens and college-age adults who are struggling and living with ADHD for many years. And I noticed that they miss each other's connections, and they have trouble supporting each other and receiving support in ways that would help them move forward in their lives. I have been very inspired by these families and these kids. They overcome significant obstacles to create healthy and fulfilling lives. And I wanted to share their success stories and their struggles with other families to give them hope and tools to move forward in their own lives. That's also why I created the five C's of ADHD parenting, so people could have something that they hold on to and come back to time and again. I really enjoyed working with Tony Van Horn, the recording engineer, and Robert Kessler, the director. They were fun, had great suggestions, and were very patient with me. I had trouble pronouncing regularly and also rewarding. I'm not sure why. On their own, I can say them, but in the midst of sentences, I felt a little tongue-tied sometimes. I'm excited for listeners to hear the kids' and the parents' voices, and I feel proud about how I recorded them because I tried to make them feel real and natural so that the listener could relate to these people. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook myself, I would cast Frances McDormand. I love her work. I think she has a beautifully toned voice, and I would love to hear her read my book. I don't often listen to audiobooks, but I really enjoy listening to David Sedaris's books. And the last audiobook that I listened to was actually his previous book called Let's Explore Diabetes with Owls. This is KJ Delantonia. I wrote my book because it was the book that I needed to read that I sort of wished was out there. And in my time as an editor of the Motherlode blog at the New York Times and earlier working at Slate, I talked to so many parents and I read so many essays. It felt like something was missing, like here we all were. And so many of us had mostly these really great, awesome lives that a lot of us had like tried really hard to achieve. And we just we weren't happy. And I wanted to be happy. So I wrote a book about how to be happier. And this is where I ended up. Happier, plus now, you know, with a book. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be revealing. I learned a lot about my style as a writer. I learned a lot about why editors suggest that I put less clauses in my sentences by having to read all those clauses. But, you know, they're still good sentences. I'm still proud. I also learned that this book is more personal than I remembered. 
It's a sort of truism of writing that you're really writing when you're writing things that make you nervous or that you're afraid to share, you know, that that's when you've sort of really gotten down into your truths. And I'd been thinking as I heard that lately, well, I didn't do that. I just wrote this sort of light, fun, festive, little happy book. And in reading it, I realized that there's more personal stuff in there that I'm nervous to share than I remembered. I had just kind of conveniently forgotten that stuff. So I guess I really did go there. I realized I had trouble pronouncing two things. The word toward, 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 toward. First of all, I like to write it as T-O-W-A-R-D, but when I say it, I want to say towards with an S. And that's not what I wrote. So that's not what ends up in the audiobook. And that was hard. And the plural of the word text is very hard to say. I'm not going to say it because I can't. I am excited for people to read the part of the book about parents and sports and activities. I think it's so easy for parents to get caught up in this sort of standard of what everybody else is doing or what coaches or instructors or leaders or choir directors are expecting. And to read the stories of people who pushed back successfully and whose kids have grown up and, you know, sort of successfully navigated life without conceding to late night practices or whatever. I find that really inspirational. When I read it, it makes me remember, oh, yeah, you know, we don't have to do things the way everybody else does. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast David Sedaris, which would probably be so delightfully wrong, but there's no one I would rather listen to than David Sedaris. He can just give the whole book a tone of ironic self-depreciation that I would love to achieve, probably while internally mocking me for all of this, because I actually interviewed David Sedaris, and he said, can you imagine doing all this writing with a bunch of kids around? And I was like... Yeah, yeah, I kind of can, actually. He's not a dad, and I think he's pretty happy about that. My all-time favorite audiobook, Flat Out, is On Writing, A Memoir of the Craft by Stephen King. I love it. I listen to it pretty much annually. It's very educational for any children who are in the car that you thought had their headphones on and turn out not to have. This is how one of my children learned all about alcoholism. But they also learn about writing and life and perseverance and, you know, also a little touch of horrible things that live in the basement. I just, I love that book. Hi, this is Maxie McCoy. I am the author of You're Not Lost, an inspired action plan for finding your own way. I wrote this book after spending years on the road talking to women. I was running the global communities at Levo, and it didn't matter what city I was in. I could have been in Milan or London or Miami or Dallas or San Francisco or New York. Every city and every conversation I heard and still hear, I feel so lost. And the more that I heard it, the more that I knew I really needed to create a solution and an answer because I knew in my core that you're not lost, 
You just don't believe in yourself enough to take the small actions that will open up your own way. So I wrote that answer into a book, and this book was really gifted to me by all of those women in all those conversations. And then I took that gift and created this book. And so hopefully it helps someone realize that they're not lost. They just need to take that baby step that'll open up the path. If I had to describe recording my audiobook in a single word, it would be magic. I feel so energized by having done this because it's a really wild experience to hear your words come to life. And that's exactly what recording the audiobook feels like. Because for somebody that loves words, getting to hear those words and all of the feeling and the experiences and the life that it came from, it just all felt very real. And also it made me love my book even more than I already loved it. So that's fun. While recording this book, I realized that there's about a million words I have trouble pronouncing. I write how I talk. So actually narrating this book was pretty easy, but I realized there are some words that I use in writing that I actually don't use while I speak. It was really weird ones. Oh, we couldn't do fervently. I had no idea how to say that. Every time I said shift, it sounded like S-H-I-T. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this podcast. I had a really hard time saying heady. I wanted to say heady. I just, you know, there is a lot. There are too many to count, and I'm just fine with that. I'm most excited for the audience to hear the encouragement in my voice. Every time I would sit down to write, I would light my Oprah candle and I would ask the universe to just have the message be carried to the people that need it. I lit that Oprah candle while also recording this because I feel the same way. I want the encouragement and the pep talk to find people where they're at and encourage them in a way that, you know, maybe they weren't finding in their own lives. And I I think I'm the most excited about that, that the message really does get somebody to turn on a light bulb or to take a step that will positively impact their lives. My dream narrator, if I wasn't going to record my own audiobook and I would give over any audiobook to this woman any day of the week, is Obvi Oprah. Her voice, her tone, my obsession with her, that would be my dream narrator. But I have a feeling she's not in the business of narrating other people's books. I know that people love audiobooks, but I love nothing more than real paper pages, so I don't actually listen to a lot of audiobooks. So technically, the last one I listened to was the one that I just narrated, which is my own. I'm not sure if that's narcissistic, but here we are. But what I will say, for any aspiring writers or audiobook narrators, it probably would have been helpful to actually listen to an audiobook before I went to record this one. Oops. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.